we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the kingdom age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. All right, so I'm back with Jerry Bryant. And Jerry, it's been a while since I've had you on, and I just so appreciate you and love you. Uh, in fact, I think everybody who knows you does love you very much. You're just a wonderful father in the movement. So thank you so much for being that to all of us. Love that. Thank you for having me back. It's something that I look forward to. Well, I, I thought that it might be interesting this time to kind of check out some of the things that uh, you're doing currently, because I know that a lot of people don't really know you that well uh, that no. are on Kingdom Talks. Um, so I want to take a look at some of the stuff that you're doing. I'm going to go down the list and then we can go back to number one and you can share okay. a little bit about what these are. So number one, you've got Nashville Pastoral Care Team staff at Artist Christian Testimony International. And then you've got Shepherd at Underground Shepherd, and then the chairman at Nashville, uh, Nashville Worship City Alliance, and then you're the producer at Full Circle Jesus Music Radio Syndication. And this is just part of the list, as you pointed out. Um, there's just a lot of things that uh, you've got your heart into. And again, people invite you into things, I know, just because of who you are and what you carry. So why don't you tell us a little bit about these? Well, I appreciate the opportunity. I I've really not tried to promote anything, but just see what doors open up. And for 17 years, I pastored a vineyard in Nashville, 10 years up in Illinois, started in ministry in 1972, which is a long time ago. That's when I started the radio show as well. And that's and not, we, not yes, even on there, I don't think, is it the radio show? It sure is. Oh, it is. It's okay. On, it's on uh, by a different name. When I started the radio show, and we'll just start there. Okay. Um, there wasn't anybody doing contemporary Christian music because there was no contemporary Christian music. We called it Jesus music. It was folk music, pretty much. Then it became a little bit more rocky. Uh, but really, all we had was choirs and quartets. Nothing wrong with that. So they said that I was one of the three guys that started the very first CCM radio show internationally. Hmm. Uh, ended up with 100 stations. And I just, I'd go anywhere to get albums. I'd just try to find it, whatever I could, and I would rotate them a lot because there wasn't enough <laughs> albums. So I was there at the beginning. You know, you never know you're going to pioneer something yeah. until later on. But it started out as a show called Jesus Solid Rock. And I did that, I think, 24 years, something like that. <clears throat> One day, a, a fellow said to me, he said, you know, you've got all of these albums from the beginning on your wall. Why don't you do an Oli show? And I had never thought about doing that. <laughs> but out of that came the full circle Jesus music show. And the word full circle is really what it means. It's full circle back to where it all began. Kind oh, of that's a, cool. Telling the history of early days of, you know, Andre Crouch, Keith Green, Mustard Seed Faith, some of the early Maranatha bands. And I was there. You know, I was at Expo 72. I then started mm -hmm, doing concert mm -hmm. promotion. Did that for years of all of these bands. But that show, you know, because of the internet now is international. It's on iHeartRadio and just a ton of different apps. 
You can wow. find it on iTunes. It's surprising. I just got a, a letter the other day and support for the show because it's listener supported from a guy down in Panama. Wow. And he wanted to hear a certain show. So I get I get some surprises like that. I sent about 100 shows to a listener in China. Huh. And he wanted to get them all over the country. And, you know, sadly, I never heard from him again after that interaction. And I, I've always wondered, I've wondered if hmm. maybe it got him into trouble. Which I oh, wow. Huh. <laughs> so every... Um, Every day you can actually go to iHeartRadio or any of these apps and download 260 hours so far, 260 shows featuring all the stuff from the early 70s and 80s. Interviews, uh, tell all the history, where I was, what happened. And my God, my, I think the real heart I have on this is that people would not forget the great music we started with. Yeah. But that it might awaken revival again because we were in the middle of revival in wow. the Jesus movement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's one of the main reasons I want to keep it fresh. And the show is called Full Circle Jesus Music. You can find it on the web and probably a dozen apps on your phone and play 260 hours if you want to. Uh, you'll be, <laughs> you, you, you know, I was going to tell you earlier, I just uh, completed a show. I had done a show uh, called Girls with Guitars. And <laughs> it was all the girls from the early day, days, the 70s and 80s, playing guitar and early Jesus music. And so I knew I had to do something for the guys, right? So I just now got out of the studio today. Old guys with guitars. <laughs> Two, four, ten. <laughs> you know, in other words... Uh, and that show, it's going to be fun because you can hear all these early artists. And then I identify the guitars they played. So it gives you a, really a, an in-depth look of what, you know, a particular artist loved to use on stage. Yeah. So. Oh, that's cool. So you're still actually recording more hours for this show even now, correct? Wow. Yeah, wow. Sure am. Uh -huh. Keeping, uh, looking for folks who are a part of that era that I can either interview or get hold of uh, an album maybe and digitize it. And so you'll find so many songs that wow. are probably a part of your history on Full Circle Jesus Music. It's listener-supported, and it is a ministry-driven show, not for entertainment, but to bring the gospel to Jesus. I've done that since 1972. <laughs> wow. So uh, you've been doing that since 1972. Non that nonstop type of show, uh huh. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. And I just started recording them uh, for the Facebook page and for my website page. I've got so many hours I never put up at all. You know. Wow. Years. So it's a lot of fun, and it's what I do. And <clears throat> but that's just a hat that I wear. When I came to Nashville, I thought, well, you know, I'll get real involved in this, and I never did because I got really involved in planting a church and being a pastor, which has led to another expression of the gift mix that God gave me, which was uh, to work with other pastors. I pastor pastors. I really feel like that that's something that is missing because pastoring is a tough job. They put you on the, the pedestal, they pull you down. And yeah, it's a yeah. difficult job. And so I've always loved pastors and 
wanted to encourage them and be available for them. So uh, I guess it just fell in place that I would be the chairman of the Nashville Pastoral Alliance, basically pastors, intercessors, leaders, once a month. And I'm the chairman of that. We'll have worship. We'll have uh, some amazing speakers will come in and share. And then we pray for each other. James Gall was just with us. And um, he prayed over every single leader that was there. And it was great. We, wow. we really love James. He's just uh, full of life and passion for our city. And his message was on Nashville, a city of light. Wow. So, that's wonderful. Yeah. Then let's see what else. I, I've also been involved in the artist and Christian testimony. Now, this is interesting that someone listening may want to take advantage of this. It's been very hard for contemporary ministries um, to find favor in the church. I mean, they just don't know what to do with artists a lot of times, you know, that created a gift. Yeah. And about 30 years ago, Dr. Byron Spradlin started Artists and Christian Testimony to support young ministries, to give them a tax-exempt status. They can come and bring their department in underneath, you know, so to speak, the mothership. And any gifts that come in to your ministry becomes tax-exempt, you know, tax which uh, I have three departments. The radio show has a department. Uh, we have a department also with Worship City Alliance. So anybody that gives... You know, they, they get a letter and a tax exempt. And also, ACT takes care of the office, okay. which means you don't have to do all the bookkeeping. So anybody that's interested in trying to find some support, we have maybe, I think, close to 500 ministries that are oh, wow. part of this around the world. Wow. And so they can get in touch with me. I can give them information about how to, or just go to the website, of course, Artists and Christian Testimony International. And um, I hey, never Jerry, thought I'd be part of that, but I think your code is rubbing quite a bit on the microphone. It, it's oh, got a okay. lot of Thank you for stopping static me. in there. <laughs> Sorry about that. But I think that people need encouragement when they're trying to do ministry. I've had so many people say, I don't know where to go. I don't yeah. know who to talk to about what I'm doing. And I certainly know, don't know how to handle the books when somebody gives a, a, a donation. So that's yeah. been very good. And that's led me into being uh, one of the pastors in the city, a care coordinator. I've sent a lot of people to ACT. Been involved in, in, in just a lot of that activity with artists and Christian testimony. And then that leads to one of my other departments under ACT, which is called Underground Shepherd. <laughs> In other words, off the stage, because I'm not pastoring on the stage anymore, and uh, back to grassroots, kind of underground, doing what I've always done and always loved, <laughs> but a little bit uh, in a different way. Mm -hmm. And out of that Underground Shepherd, then I do missionary work and mentoring, um, traveling, doing conferences, speaking. And again, it's uh, a listener, not a listener support, I guess you might say a missionary supported organization if anybody wants to help underwrite me and what I do. Because uh, one book that changed my life, Gil, and you might keep this in mind for people wanting to just do not-for-profit work, 
there's a book called The God Ask. God huh. Ask. And you can't forget the author's last name because you remember there were three men in the fiery furnace. Remember who they are? Shadrach, the Meshach, men. and Abednego. So um, Meshach and Abednego, and what was the other one? Meshach, Shadrach. Shadrach. <laughs> so um, that's his last name. <laughs> you can find it on the web as well. And it helps you to understand, and this I think is important for ministries like ours. We don't want to be begging money from people. Yeah. We're not interested in trying to promote ourselves and say, I'm going to go off the air if you don't support me. We want people to give generously, but we want to give them an opportunity to give to what God's doing. So I tell people this. Yeah. I, I'm not working for you. I'm not, I don't need your money. I'm working for him. Now, what I do, like going and fighting human trafficking in Cambodia or going to South America and doing healing crusades, whatever, I'm doing that because that's what God's doing. So yeah. if you want to support what God's doing, <laughs> make it possible for me to do it. But don't think of me as like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm his supporter, you know. No, you're God's gift or i might say provider you know you're his hand yeah. extended toward what he's doing that yeah. takes so much pressure i don't have to worry about yeah. i've been fully funded in all these departments for for a long time now without sending out a newsletter saying could you please do a little bit more this month so <laughs> <laughs> right right uh, you know i know for for me that was a tough one moving into you know the 501c3 status full time. Right. Um, that that was tough, but you know, Father gave me. He basically had been talking to me for about three years, saying, "When are you going to trust me? When are you going right. to trust me?" Because I'd been working in ministry, but I also had my real estate work that I was doing, and I, and I did really well with that. I had a company that did over a million dollars in business uh, two years in a row, and so you know, we did really well. But Father was saying, "When are you going to trust me?" And I knew what he meant too. It meant kind of burn the bridges that I would not do the support myself thing, which actually I pre I preached and taught that you know to have a tent ministry, and that's what I was doing. But here in the back of my mind, I could hear him saying over and over and over, "When are you going to trust me?" And so we made the leap. This was you know several years ago. We made the leap with a three thousand dollar gap in our budget. Oh my! You know, to where, you know, this is what the church was bringing in. We still needed about this much more. <laughs> and Father provided for that every single month in a different way for over a year. Well, living by faith is living by faith. <laughs> yeah. You know, we don't know. Yeah. I, I just say what God, you know, where he guides, he provides. Yeah. And he has been so faithful, which uh, I would tell you the last, I guess you might say more, prominent thing that I've done is being a part of Sounds of Glory Nashville. Now, because I'm with uh, a group of <laughs> pastors and leaders in Nashville, I've not promoted a lot of uh, the mystical side of life to them because they're just not there yet. And yeah. so I had some real hesitancy. As a matter of fact, I did it afraid when I brought in my first conference uh, by bringing in Mahoney's there in New Zealand, and mm -hmm. Christopher Carter. Now, that was about five years ago, brought in Christopher and the Mahoney's two years in a row, and then 
We brought in Justin Abraham and Paul Keith Davis, Amy Davis, and of course Ray Hughes. You wouldn't be without Ray Hughes. It wouldn't be much of a conference. <laughs> He's so amazing. <laughs> well, they did it afraid at a mainline church using their facilities, and you know what? I was shocked that I didn't get the feedback that I, I mean, pushback. I think is the word I'm looking. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just going ahead and taking the risk because I'm so convinced that this is the new wineskin. And he, Absolutely. he caught me by surprise. Now, I'd always had mystical encounters, but I never really, I don't think I put a lot of them on the shelf. And I did. I just put a lot of them in the shelf. So, well, that's interesting. I don't know what's going on there, but um, I just kind of stayed focused on the main and the plane. <laughs> But I had these in these encounters and these journeys and being in other countries and doing other things and meeting politicians. Like I had an encounter with Nancy Pelosi <laughs> earlier this year, which was a shock uh, <laughs> and wasn't expecting that. She walked in on a prayer meeting that I was doing. Oh, and I wow. I gave her a copy of the prayer. Now, I don't know if it's in her desk somewhere. I really don't know. But we prayed over her. And it was as real as you and I speaking right now. Well, when these kind of things start magnifying in your life, <laughs> and of course the conferences and the website, which is called Sounds of Glory uh, dash Nashville. And I actually have that up here. So Sounds of Glory dash Nashville dot com, and yeah. that's a good place for people to go if they want more information on this well, side and, of things. <laughs> and then you know I promote Kingdom Talk on that site and. I'll put video and audio bites up there for people to listen to, recommend books. So if anybody wants to send me things to promote, I mean, it's it's a free site. And I'd yeah. love to let people know about conferences or books. It's, uh, it's for people who came to my conferences, several hundred, but I think it could be, uh, along with what you're doing, a good place just to go for resources, help yeah. people, yeah. you know, walk this thing out. I love that. I mean, we're, our website hopefully will be up. Um, I'm going to say between the end of the year and Jan the end of January, but we're right. we are very close, and I'm excited because I want to get your stuff on there. I want to get um, well anybody who wants to play. You know, if they want to put their stuff on, you know, we would like to have it as a resource center for people to exactly. uh, come to. Yeah. I'm still, hey Jerry, we need to take yeah, a quick break. Okay. Yeah, it, we'll be right back after this. <laughs> An ecclesia is family doing kingdom business. When you join an ecclesia with Kingdom Talks Media that is going through the Ultimate Impact series, this is what a typical week might look like. During the week, you'll watch the Ultimate Impact teaching videos based on that week's topic. Each video is about 10 minutes long, followed by a time for you to shift focus into the heavenly realm, allowing Father to guide you into further revelation. Once a week, you'll gather with your Ecclesia group in person or most likely through Zoom conferencing to typically do two things. One, relate with each other as you share insights about that week's topic. And two, shift focus into the heavenly realm as an Ecclesia to practice engaging Father together. Week after week, you and your Ecclesia will gain new perspectives through the teachings, discussions, and your experiences individually and together in the heavenly realms.
All right, I'm back with Jerry. And, um, you know, uh, Jerry, so you were just telling me on the break that uh, you uh, you could probably name a movement and you've probably been a part of it. <laughs> well, it's true. Um, I just have been hungry all of my life. And, well, ever since the Jesus movement, baptizing people in the ocean uh, out on the West Coast, I was pastoring the last day's community with Keith and Melody Green. And, of course, we had a lot of people coming through there, uh, especially artists. Even Bob Dylan came and wrote some songs. And so I'm not boasting in that. It just seems like God just had me in places and was writing a secret history of my life. And I was <laughs> a part that. of different movements and big conferences anywhere. You know, if you ask me, I probably was there, traveled to Europe and 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 really quite a few countries with um, John Wimber and Randy Clark uh, did a number of Israel tours as a host, you know, taking people with me. I just didn't want to ever be thought of as the guy, you know, especially an older guy just sitting on a rocking chair and that's all he's doing is rocking. <laughs> well, you're certainly not doing that. You've got uh, plenty of stuff going on. And, and even with this list here, you know, what are some of the other things that you're doing that aren't on this list? You'd mentioned that there were quite a few. Well, that's true. I, uh, I think a lot of it is that because I'm an influencer in the city, I might be asked to be on uh, a board or uh, be on a panel. So I hope that God, and I do know, I speak this boldly, that he has used my voice in many locations and opportunities. Um, I've been on a very interesting board for a ministry for over 30 years called Pure Passion, Mastering Life. It's a sexual healing ministry. Dr. Mm -hmm. David Foster, who um, at one time was a gay prostitute, and now really. one of the best, uh, I guess you might say, <laughs> experts on sexual healing. And so mm -hmm. I've been on his board, you know, and he's got videos and books. He's been on the 700 Club and a lot of places sharing about how he came to freedom and helping a lot of people get free. Um, yeah. One of the things that people don't know that I do, uh, because I mean, I don't try to promote all of the things that open up, but I've done some acting in movies. I've uh, done a number of commercials for TV. A couple of years ago, I did uh, a commercial for the rescue mission here in Nashville, dressed up like a homeless man with a longer beard, my hair all messed up. <laughs> and uh, I guess I was convincing. I literally had some people asking <laughs> are you having trouble? Do you, you, you need some help? I said, oh, it's just a commercial. They ran it, I don't know how many hundreds of times on the TV. Wow. And uh, I was in a, I guess I'll let the cat out of the bag because I really, at this point, when you get older, you just don't care what anybody thinks. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I had a chance to be in a werewolf movie. You know, I remember you saying something about it. I was going to bring, say something, but I'm like, I don't quite remember if it was Jerry or somebody else. So go ahead. Share well, this. It was a werewolf <laughs> movie where I played the priest and he was coming to the priest to confess. And I had quite a, a long row or a, a large row where I was able to talk with him and try to reason with him. And I used right out of Romans, I, you know, just the Bible, you know. I'm sorry, there's just no shortcut. It's called death to self, denying your flesh. 
there's no silver bullet, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I had so much fun doing that and and being true to myself. I wouldn't do a compromising role. But that film went on to uh, win some awards, and I think you can still see it on YouTube. If you pull it up, you could actually see it. What's it called again? It's called the Hair of the Dog movie. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. I, I just want to tell everybody that Jesus is able to set you free, even if you're a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> and you well, know, there's there... a lot of people out there that probably think they are. Hey, I was going to say that. <laughs> but you know, there I'm are certainly some people. This. Darkness doesn't have any place to go when the light comes on. Yeah. When the yeah. light comes on, it, it, it can't find a place to hide. And, you know, now we're getting into the good stuff because, uh, you know, that if, if people really understood who they were and how much power they have, that darkness has nothing on you. Nothing you know. Fear is yeah. what's driving so much of what we're seeing in our in our nation today and in the world. Fear. And yeah. we've let fear have much more of an impact on us than we ever should have because the light casts out all fear. And there's no fear when you're in him and he's in you that so changed my life uh i yeah. would say that that was the revelation i needed because i had uh, as many pastors do i had a need to be accepted and feel valued and appreciated and it bothered me when people would leave without saying goodbye it would bother me when i couldn't understand how to fix a problem i thought it was a messiah <laughs> and yeah. uh, it just happens because you get very compassionate toward people and you want to fix them when the holy spirit one day said to me he said jerry i gotta tell you something i've been working on them for 30 years and i haven't fixed them yet so what do you think you're going to be able to do you'd That's... be better if you just get out of my way i just <laughs> love them you know and so i've i've had to learn to love instead of try to fix yeah. But when I got hold of the revelation, this was a God thing. I didn't know it was coming, but I really saw and understood. I'm in him, and he's in me. Yeah. I'm his son. Oh, my goodness. My life has so been transformed by that truth. And the and I, is gone. You know, and the other thing I saw on your uh, Facebook, you know, some of the posts was, uh, you know, learning to not take things personally. You know, in other words, uh, you know, how much could things change right now if with this whole political environment that we're in, if we stopped getting offended yes. and we actually believed, actually believed that God is in control, no matter which direction it's going, that he has a plan and that it's not going to totally upset his environment and he's going to walk off his throne and quit. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that's a good uh, a good point, and in, anybody would like to pick up on that, you can go to the Facebook page under yeah. my name, Jerry Bryant. And I said <clears throat> that we want to be a people that are unoffendable. Yeah. I used to say a people of the towel. That means we carry a towel around, ready to wash feet, ready mm -hmm. to lay down yeah. our rights, ready to give up. And, you know, I'm going to be honest to say that I've been concerned at the lack of maturity, even in what's going on now in this mystical move of God, 
I think that one of the things that God is after more than anything is that he could mature us into true sons. You know, yeah. um, he gives us many opportunities to learn by ascension and going into his presence. And I've sat around council tables. Matter of fact, about four o'clock yesterday, I guess it was four o'clock this morning. I was actually listening to the conversations and I'm thinking, wow, there's a lot of verbiage going on here. They're talking among themselves, then there's just the whole Godhead and um, the witnesses and, and the elders. It was so much conversation. I mean, it was joyous, but they were really in some really deep conversations. And I was being invited to participate. I, I didn't have to see myself as, well, I'm probably in the wrong place. I shouldn't be saying anything. I got to participate, not just listen. It's because so, sons. <laughs> so I definitely want to go in deeper to that, but we're out of time in this first section, but I think that's going to be a great place to pick up on in part two is uh, if you're willing to share some of those conversations that you were invited into. And this is in the heavenlies, right? Absolutely. Yeah. In yeah. the courtrooms. <laughs> yeah. So if you're willing, let's do that in part two. Is that all right? Thank you so much for that opportunity. And, for anybody that wants to uh, check it out, like go to the Facebook page and get in touch with me, and I'll send you all that stuff. That's good. Jerry, I so appreciate you and love you and honor you and uh, look forward to part two. So if you're listening right now, please uh, make sure you come back tomorrow, and uh, part two will be on tomorrow where we're going to dive in and at least start with uh, some of these conversations that Jerry was part of in the heavens. So we'll see you all next time. Thank you all. God, God bless. bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life Keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.